Welcome to Burrows and Verbs with hosts John Ingle and Roberto Cabrera. Over the next hour, you're going to learn some insider knowledge that will help you overcome and strategize in the cutthroat world of real estate. Now, here are your hosts, John and Roberto. Welcome, everybody. Episode 106. I have been waiting for this for, what, two years, Roberto, since we've been in Palm Beach. And this is one of my favorite shows because... I mean, Palm Beach is like the jewel among luxury markets. And, uh, you know, we can't we can't come back here like every six months, even if we want to. And no. I have a very full slate. I mean, first, I have to thank Whitney McGurk for coming back. He was on one of our earliest shows and we did it on Palm Beach. Thank you for coming back, Whitney. Glad to have you back. Glad to be back. We have also added uh, Chris Leavitt and uh, John Wilson from both from Douglas Elliman's Palm Beach office. And we've got Tony Morrow of Morrow Brothers, which builds these uh, fantastic houses, including, including, and I'm gonna show it here, the most expensive house to ever to sell in Florida. So this is what Tony does. He builds houses like 2000 South Ocean Boulevard. Um, and, uh, so we're going to ask Tony about building these houses and how demanding these customers are. And uh, with that, I guess I'll turn it over to Roberto. Uh, why are you excited about the Palm Beach show? I'm excited because I didn't know anything about Palm Beach at all whatsoever until we met Whitney. And Whitney literally gave us the lay of the land. And now I had a structured understanding of just even how the, the, the island is laid out, what was happening. And I'm curious to see what has happened in the last two years. So that's what I'm excited about. So I guess we'll start with Whitney. Two years ago, we said Palm Beach is hot. One of the hottest markets in the country. Can it be sustained? And you said, um, without missing a beat, absolutely. We think that Palm Beach is heading for several more years of growth. And we said, impossible. You cannot continue at this continued uh, at, at this torrid pace. So uh, were you right? Somewhat. <laughs> we definitely continued, but the pace and velocity in which we've uh, continued to go at has, has definitely slowed down. Um, but we're definitely still chugging along here. Uh, this summer was one of the first times we actually had a normal summer season when, you know, transactions uh, and sales and new activity definitely slowed down when a lot of our clients left town. Uh, and this was the first time in the last couple of years that that actually happened. So it gave everybody a little bit of a breather, but in that we've also seen a slowdown in, in transactions. And part of our slowdown is also um, as a result of just a, a very low inventory. But um, we're starting to see things kick into gear here, at least I am, a little sooner than normal. Um, the last couple of weeks have definitely seemed to have picked up, and I'm hoping for a nice, strong season this year. I should say something about the rules. This is not a moderated discussion. Any one of you can jump in <laughs> any time and interrupt any time. When, when, you, when you hear bullshit, call, call, call it. All right, so I'm ready to call it. All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, love Whitney. He's uh, one of those colleagues in Palm Beach that I really love and get along really well with. For the most part, we all do, right, Whitney? Wouldn't you say? Yes, I would say so. Um, but it's a very small, tight market of brokers here. Um, the one thing that I would disagree with Whitney on is, yes, it's picking up, which is great. Uh, yes, we've seen transactions happen earlier than than normal. But They've slow, things have slowed down because of inventory shortage. We don't have the yes. product that the people that are looking right now want. So if we were to put five oceanfront houses on the market, you know, acre plus and, and put a price tag of 250 to 350 million, they would all be sold in a matter of a week, possibly yes. in multiple bids. So we don't have the product. The product that exists is not really what the active buyer is looking for right now. They want the best of the best. They are extremely uh, discerning. They have the money to spend. So everything must, every box must be checked. Square lot on the ocean, you know, no obstruction, nothing odd. 
um, in the right part of town. So it's just a matter of product. That's the that's the really can I can I ask a question? So Whitney was saying like it was starting to pick up and things like that. So it just makes me think of seasonality. Like in New York, you know, the season is, you know, once you get into late winter, it really starts to pick up. Bonuses come. There's a big, you know, spring is big. It leads into June, dies, comes back in September, October for a very short period of time. And there's a season, there's a certain cycle here. What is the cycle there? I mean, is it reversed? So typically our season, you know, begins January to the end of April. That's like in the old world mm-hmm. season of Palm Beach. Now, um, because you have a major majority of people living here that their children go to school now and they're living, you know, they're, they're living here during the school year, that is starting a lot earlier. So Palm Beach Day Academy started a couple of weeks ago. So all those parents, those high net worth individual parents that moved to Florida, put their children in school for one reason and one reason only to save on taxes. Those people are here. They're in town, right? They're, they're, their kids have started school. So Things are starting earlier uh, just by that nature alone. And then the transactions that have happened in the past couple of weeks are transactions that I would have probably thought that we'd see in more like November. So they happened a week ago. You know, I just did a deal for 15 million, which is sort of the the like lower end. Um, <laughs> it is, right? I mean, that, no, it's that's credit. I understand. So yeah. let me ask you this. So a lot of people are now there putting their kids in school. I know when we talked to Whitney about two years ago, that the permanent residents there were around 8,500 people. And it has, and in the summer t- or in the high season, it would get to like 25,000 people. Has that permanent residency risen to like 10, 12, 13,000 at all? Or is it still very low? No, it's still, it's gotten much higher. But remember, they they leave for a period. So they're still gone in the summer. They may be permanent residents, so they stay a little longer, maybe till the end of May and come a little earlier. But but during the summer, it's it's dead. So the permanent residents have increased dramatically, but they still leave end of May and come back mm-hmm. early September because they're going by the school year. It's yeah. funny. Um, I grew up in South Florida in Fort Lauderdale and Chris is spot on. Season was January and usually after Easter or Passover, it was like a mass exodus out of Florida. But so many of my clients, they didn't stay all summer because they go to the Hamptons or in Europe, but they did come more often. And a lot of them are coming earlier. Um, I was at a um, High Ridge Golf, uh, High Ridge Country Club in Palm Beach Golfing, and we were talking to the club manager. And I was like, so everyone comes around Thanksgiving? He goes, traditionally, yes. He goes, no, a bunch of our clients are coming earlier. And I know a lot of the clients that I work with, they want to come in October. They love it. They had so much fun because they spent so much time here. Wow. I'm going to put up a, uh, a chart on the screen and let's get your reaction to it. This is according to uh, National Association of Realtors. This is the single, this is the median property value for the last uh, 15 years. And you see that the current price is $8.2 million is the median price of a single family home. And Whitney was right uh, to be bullish because if we asked him back in 2021, you saw that it had already jumped by what 30% in 2021 but it's gone higher it's gone another 30% higher since 2021 according to this chart and so are are all three of you uh thinking that this can go up another 30% higher for the single family market in Palm Beach i i think that that's accurate as long as the uh product stays low yes And and is it likely, Tony Morrow, you build the product. Is it likely to stay low? If I show up with my with my bags of gold and I say, Tony, I want a primo address and I want a beautiful house. Do you say I I, I have nothing? You know, I have nothing for you now. I do. I I believe that um, the so uh, let let me let me just I want to answer your question, but I want to I want to comment on something that Roberto said, which is hard for me to believe but it's but it's true and and what he said was is that he knew nothing about palm beach and and how long ago was that roberto 
two years ago. Well, I literally was like, are we doing a show on Palm Beach or Palm Springs? Which is one from California? Which one? Literally. Well, I, I think that's I think that's an amazing statement. And and I think a lot of us that live here, it's hard for us to believe that anybody would say that. But I will I will also say that probably, and I've been here, uh, I've been doing this here in the Palm Beach area for the last 30 years. And, and I can tell you that every year I've, I've had people say that to me, you know, I, I really knew nothing about Palm Beach. And I believe that Palm Beach, we talk about Palm Beach, but really this is South, uh, you know, this is South Florida uh, of what's going on really as far as this boom. Uh, Palm Beach just happens to be ground zero. Uh, and, and I really believe that it's ground zero because um, I think properties in Palm Beach are like pieces of art. Um, they're going to continue going up. There's going to continue being competition uh, for it. Uh, there's always going to be a low inventory. I believe there's just there's not a lot of opportunity to build more um, product. Um, look, the economy is going to get hit here and there. It's it's going to fluctuate, but. Um, and look, and everybody is affected by the economy getting hit. But, it, you know, let's let's face it. The people in Palm Beach are probably affected much less than most of the people um, anywhere else. And, and when I call it ground zero, uh, I just think it's the most unique and most beautiful place to own a home. Uh, it's changed. Uh, I'll uh, I you know, I don't want to I, I can't ever. Uh, uh, mention any names, so I don't want to make a mistake because that's the, you know we're we're very very private with our clients, but we've had clients uh, who had some of the largest pieces of property uh, that they wanted to build on in Palm Beach, and one of them told me a while ago, hey, listen, I I, I don't think I'm going to do the project. I feel like the average age of the people here are is, is too old for me, uh, and he was 47 years old. Now, this is just a few years ago, and um, Chris, I think you would probably agree with me and Whitney, um, the age down here has changed, the, 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 the age of the, the people that live in Palm Beach. And when, again, when I say Palm Beach, that is ground zero, but it's all of South Florida. The, the demographics have changed. Uh, the age groups have changed. Um, it's getting younger and younger. People are living here year-round. Schools. Uh, have gotten better and better and better. Um, you know, some of the schools that have been built uh, have been built by some of the people that live in Palm Beach. So for high schools and different things. So, um, you know, it, it's it's really. You know what I think, James? Um, I think I think we expect sports stars to go to Florida. Been hearing about Tiger Woods and Tom Brady and Messi going to Florida, and that that I expect. How it affected New York is when the financial community went to Palm Beach and it stopped becoming a second home and a seasonal home and it started becoming a primary home and you all had to start building schools and then they would summer in New York, summer in the Hamptons, summer somewhere else. So am I right that it's primarily the hedge funds the financial community making a concerted, a concentrated effort in the last couple of years, for whatever reason, to relocate in Florida, that was the seismic change that drove this market. Is that fair? It, I, 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 think, I think that's a big thing, but I, I want to say that it's across the board. It's anyone that could afford to be here wants Absolutely. to be here. Celebrities, that's, that's you know, we've never had more celebrities in Palm Beach than we have now. You know, Sylvester Stallone, uh, Bon Jovi, Rod Stewart was always there. But, you know, not just hedge fund. It's just anybody that wants to live in a beautiful place and save money on taxes. And then we're forgetting the major draw here, too, is that, you know, there's a world class city being built right over the bridge. It's a yes. 30 second drive to West Palm Beach, where it's probably the most underdeveloped city in the country right now, because there's so much growth potential. And that is driving huge amounts of people to, to what city, point. West Palm Beach, you mean? West, West Palm, Palm Beach. Beach yes. Yeah, so great point. if you look at the skyline, I mean, they are, you know, we're building a 25 story tower right over the bridge to house all these hedge funds, um, more office towers, 
more branded residences coming all along the, the South Flagler Drive area, which since you have the map up, it's just right over the bridge from Palm Beach on the waterfront. So that's completely underdeveloped. It's been underdeveloped for, you know, since the beginning of time. And yeah. there's just so much prime real estate there that our city is, you know, on the verge of becoming a world-class city like a Dallas, a Chicago, um, et cetera. So we are really in the infancy stages of a massive amount of growth. Um, so that's another really big part. Whereas if you're living in Greenwich, Connecticut, you have to drive to New York City, right? If you're living right. outside Chicago, you have to drive to Chicago. Um, we are seconds away from office towers over the bridge. And that's a huge thing. Yeah. I think also to Chris's point about our, our growth, uh, at least I've had many clients that had to put a pause on moving here because the city wasn't ready for it. Uh, there was no class A office spaces. There was no, no more space in public or excuse me, private schools to send their kids. So they wanted to move here, um, but they had to put a pause on it because there was nowhere for them to move their business or put their kids in school. So I think once we, the building is starting to happen with office space as well as expansion of new schools. So I think once those two problems are solved as well, uh, even though we'll still have an inventory problem, I think we'll see a more of an influx of people moving here because they can actually move their whole lives uh, once those problems are solved. Now, so, Johnny Wilson told me yesterday that uh, Steve Ross is doing his fair share to solve that problem. Tell me, who is Steve Ross and what's he doing about this? Steve Ross is the CEO of Related New York, and he's been yeah. on a terror. Chris mentioned the office tower. It is spectacular. It's called One Flag. It is state of the art. Beautiful. Gyms, restaurants, like that. I mean, he's, he literally was buying any office building that wasn't nailed down, and he continues to do that. Um, we definitely need more private schools. I get that a lot from clients that we need more private schools, but I hear that those are in the pipeline. Um, and the other thing is, is people used to come to Palm Beach for season or for vacation. And they knew like the, the airport, they knew the, um, the, the breakers and Worth Avenue, but they didn't know the whole area. Um, and now when they spent so much time during COVID, they just love it. And they, I'm going to go to a New York thing, but my clients that came from New York, from the financial industry, they love the walkability. Um, Tony and I, um, we have a clients that um, we share and they just come down. They love the walkability. And what I'm seeing, and I'm sure um, the others are seeing, is a lot of my clients that bought, I, I spent a lot of time with them and they were like, I love it. I need a bigger house. And because they had their family come and their kids and they want more yeah. space. So right. you're seeing a lot of them saying, I want a bigger home. Are you talking right. about the walkability of Palm Beach or West Palm Beach as well? Both. 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 I mean, the island. Well, you can walk to West Palm Beach from Palm yeah. Beach. You can. Over the yeah. bridge. Yeah. That's... And it's a beautiful walk. It's a beautiful walk. It's beautiful bridges. They're brand new bridges. Uh, that's the other thing. The infrastructure in, in South Florida is improving everywhere you turn. Um, it's, it's a very, uh, there, people are very serious about uh, living in clean areas, uh, up-to-date areas. And, and look, I think the key is, uh, along with what Chris said, people can walk. Uh, they're living in a great place, literally right across the bridge, you have a major city, but it's all the way. It's Palm Beach to West Palm Beach. It's um, it's it's Manalapan, which is close to Delray Beach. Um, it's Delray Beach itself, the waterfront, uh, the, the the homes there. We did a thirty-two thousand square foot home there, and uh, people everybody wants to be there. So it, again, I call Palm Beach Ground Zero because that would be everyone's first choice. But it's happening all the way down the coast. We have projects that are planned on the Venetian Isles down in Miami. Um, you know, people want to be here. They want to be in South Florida. Uh, the the arts uh, are growing at, at at amazing rates. The sports, yeah. I mean, listen, it's it's the epicenter of the world 
in sports. I could go in just about every category. Soccer, we've got the most attention of anybody in the world. Football, we've got <laughs> Miami Dolphins are one of the best. I can go on and on. The 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 Miami Heat went all the way to the championship. Uh, the hockey team uh, all the way to the championship. South Florida is the place to be for anyone in the world. They want to be here. And I, that is not a grandiose statement. Roberto and I yeah. are clicking through and we're like Yankees, uh, Mets, uh, yeah, Knicks, net, not getting it done. Not no. getting it done in New York. No, no wonder. Not at all. And, and John, I wouldn't even bring those guys up in this conversation. <laughs> so, and and I, I grew up a Yankee fan, but it's almost impossible not to be a Miami Dolphin fan. And you mentioned Steve Ross a little while ago. Steve Ross, owner of the Miami Dolphins. Steve Ross lives in Palm Beach. Steve Ross yeah. has real estate in West Palm Beach that is, you know, second to none. He is the 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 engine that uh, that makes it possible. So, and there's other guys like him. I mean, we could go on. It's the it's the list of the the most powerful people in the world, and and this goes all the way out to Wellington. It's not just along the ocean. Yeah, We've got true. the biggest names in the world that are building amazing homes in Wellington, Florida. Totally yep. landlocked, but the one thing that they have that's pulling them is horses. They've got some of the greatest horses in the world, and 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 horse farms, and and great trainers. So I don't know what subject you could pick that you could bring up that we couldn't then turn around to say that South Florida is the place to be for that. Uh, you know, maybe snow. If you want to talk about snow, yes, we we're not going to help you out, but. Everything in South Florida is the place to be. So let, let me ask you guys about, so Palm Beach, I mean, Palm Beach, I assume Palm Beach is kind of like Manhattan. You're, you're in Manhattan. You didn't come to New York to live in Brooklyn. You didn't come in New York to live in Queens or anything like that. And I'm assuming that a while ago, at least, it was like West Palm Beach was like, it's over the bridge. Oh, we don't go there. No, and it, was now, like, it was not we, even a place that you would utter the word. Right? <laughs> so, but so, right, exactly. But so now... Now it is be, it's a burgeoning place, and with literally for the most part, there's nothing on Palm Beach for most people. So when your clients come to you and they're like, "Look," and you're just like, "Look, we got to find you something. We've got to look elsewhere outside of Palm Beach. Where yes. in West Palm Beach do you go? Do you go across the bridge north? Do you go like what are the the really exclusive spots that are burgeoning there? Like how's that developing? Three of them. So you go to El Cid, which is right over the middle bridge to the left. Um, you go to South of Southern, which is over the uh, Southern bridge, which is we call the mar largo bridge. That's where that sort of is the mouth of mar largo And then you would go South to South of Southern, right along Flagler and then on those side streets. Those areas are the most valuable expensive real estate currently aside from Palm Beach. Uh, but what's being built now are luxury towers along South Flagler by the middle bridge and back to related, they're doing uh, the Flagler house, which is uh, 15 Central Park West South. So if anyone knows the Robert mm. Armstrong building yeah. on Central Park South that garnered the highest price per square foot of any residential condo in New York City up until um, 220 Central Park South as of late, that is your sort of newest luxury tower that will, will be built. Units are going to start 10 to 12 million all the way up to probably 100 million. So those are the areas wow. of West Palm Beach that you go. And there are buildings that exist right now uh, called the Bristol, right over the middle bridge that, that pulled all the buyers from Palm Beach Island. They sold their estates and they just decided to uh, live vertically um, with you know, similar square footages. So there is nothing wrong with living in West Palm Beach right now if you're in these these power buildings, I call them, because they are, are as expensive price per square foot as what you'll see on the island. Well, are those uh, neighborhoods that you're talking about, like El Cid and stuff, were they pre-existing neighborhoods that are now just converting into, into these things, or are they being like newly developed? El Cid is historic, so you can't yeah. do any... It's all just gut renovating or tearing down and building something that, that goes with the codes of the neighborhood. But south of Southern is really kind of a key place because that's where you can build modern and not be um, condensed to the to the laws of the historic district. Yeah, less limitations. 
Right, yeah. less limitation. So south of Southern is great. I mean, you're seeing, you know, $20 million houses on the lake. They used to be, you know, four. I mean, I grew up in South End and Soso. Uh, that is amazing to see the transformation over the last 40 years, what's happened there. Um, you know, when I was a, a kid, all of which was a basically a, a divider between not going further west, that was a four-lane road. Now it's a two-lane road, and everyone is trying to be east of Olive. And what's happened is, is because Palm Beach has become um, so expensive, and entry into Palm Beach is $10 million plus. Uh, now everyone's starting to look for auxiliary markets, and so-so is probably the next uh, place. Um, I feel like it's becoming the new north end of what Palm Beach used to be. Totally true. Yeah. Yeah, but it's going to it's going to continue. I, I mentioned Delray. Um, Delray is exploding. Um, the the numbers are staggering. And I'm talking for little, uh, you know, pint sized properties in the middle of Delray are selling for enormous numbers uh, compared to just five years ago. So uh, it, it's continuing. Um, Gulfstream. Gulfstream is is another town. As a matter of fact, you know, Gulfstream, there's a lot of people refer to Gulfstream as the place where people where uh, people from Palm Beach go when they need to borrow money. So there, there's there's just so many wonderful places that are growing. And I, I think that, you know, long, you know, we haven't even mentioned the Brightline. The Brightline train uh, is, is going to be the, something that's going to help the next boom, I believe. Uh, I don't think that people realize what an effect it's going to have. But the bright line goes from Miami uh, all the way through. There's a there's a station in West Palm Beach. Only there's only a few stops right now. Uh, there's one in Boca Raton, which again we could have a whole segment just to talk about Boca Raton. Yeah. But the bright line is going to go from Miami to Orlando. It just opened up, I believe, in Orlando. Um, it's going to make it so once people come here, they can really enjoy everything there is to enjoy about Florida, which is vast. Um, uh, and, and so it, it's it, the I, I listen. I agree with Chris. We're 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 not. Uh, I mean, look. I think the sales are leveling out because of inventory. Absolutely, no no doubt. But we have clients that are looking for land. We have clients that are looking for places uh, to buy and tear down and and build new. Um, and many many other builders are in the same situation. Um, and, 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 and it's, it's just there. I don't see any slowdown, yeah. uh, in the, in the types of people that are coming in and are saying, listen, I want something special. Uh, you let me know when you find it. So uh, we're all in the look, we're all in the hunt. You also find that the people that are coming to Palm beach and even South Florida in general, what I get a lot of is, is it's the lifestyle. It's the weather. It's the landscaping. I can't tell you how many of my clients say I'm exercising more. I'm walking more. I'm playing yes. tennis. I'm playing yes. golf. They're loving this whole thing. And, and that's why on the West side, which uh, Chris, I agree totally with, because that's like undervalued real estate, but that's why Douglas element has so many new developments coming. We have Alara, we have Alba, we have other things coming. So Absolutely. there's nothing slowing this train down. Like, I, I've got a, I've got a quick question for Roberto. So say you're in downtown Manhattan and you want to go to, you want to go somewhere, you want to get to the airport. How long is it going to take you? A long time. <laughs> well, Right now, you know, as we have talked about right that, now, you're, you're depends yeah, right where now. I'm going. You're going right to now, LaGuardia. You're, How fast? La, LaGuardia is an hour. Newark's an hour. JFK yeah. is an hour and a half. So I could be in my kitchen in downtown Palm Beach and say, you know what? Let's uh, let's either take our own plane or let's get a flight. I could be in the airport in ten minutes. So. It's it's you know trains planes uh, boats you know. Where, but can you get ice cream at two thirty in the morning? <laughs> What's that? I doubt it. But can you get ice cream at two thirty in the morning? Yes, you can with yes. um, Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> well, Another important no, thing. Let's to talk about that. that. I think I think uh, airport is one of those critical things. Let's let's click through the list. Schools. My sister just moved down there. Uh, my sister and Keith, and he's got an office in Lauderdale, an office in Palm Beach. He looked at 
um, because there's not Fine enough schools. And they settled in Boca. They focused on Boca because there's a great school in that area, St. Andrews, and, mm -hmm. and there was great a spot for, for my nephew. So yeah. talk to me about the, how people are doing the school calculus when, they think, when they're able to be anywhere within an hour of, uh, of, say, Palm Beach. Where are they going for schools? Right. So, yeah. you know, what's very interesting is that the not only have the hedge funders moved, the restaurants that were in New York have moved, the teachers that were in New York have moved. Oh. So people are following their teachers. Like we heard that uh, Mrs. So-and-so is now teaching at uh, St. Andrews. So, well, I'm definitely taking my kid to St. Andrews. In fact, I'll drive there from Palm Beach because yeah. of that. So you're seeing an elevated, you know, uh, teachers coming, you know, an elevated uh, elevation in teacher quality coming as well. So that's last I heard, St. Andrews didn't have any more room. What What no. are you going to do to sell well, some you got, more houses? You, you, you got Pinecrest. You've got Oxford Academy. You've yeah. got uh, Benjamin. Uh, uh, you've got American Heritage. Believe me, there are plenty. You got Gulfstream and Gulfstream, which is a premier uh, uh, middle amazing school. school. I mean, yeah, at, at every level, at every level, some of the best schools on planet Earth, um, some of the highest scores and tests out of the country come out of kids from uh, Palm Beach County. So uh, schools are, are not an issue. It's not, it's not an issue at all. The space in the schools are an issue. So when, when yeah. I was going, I went to Palm Beach Day School and that was kindergarten through ninth grade. And I think the school was founded back in the twenties, but this year was the first year that the school is not gonna have a ninth grade because they're reallocating uh, resources to ensure that they can actually allow more kids, uh, you know, the kindergarten through eighth grade and, and take away ninth grade so that more students can actually uh, attend the school. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. when, when you, you know, met, I, I, when you talked to Whitney probably last time or two years ago, you know, it was very, we were unsure of where this was going because we thought everyone's just moving here from COVID they're doing the tax thing. They're moving here temporarily. There's going to be a big fallout of people that just don't want to live in Florida. They don't like the schools. They don't like the weather. But that never happened, which is really interesting. I mean, I think that we thought that that was going to happen. And the fact that that didn't in the past two years, I think, indicates that things are just moving onward and upward. And this is now a place that is, you know. Yeah, I think everyone started to really... So yeah, people starting to appreciate the lifestyle. Granted, there's benefits to moving here from business perspectives, but once they got down here, they realized, you know, it's a phenomenal place to live. Yes. So um, it's a great lifestyle and a great quality of life. And I think more and more people are seeing it. What about insurability of these places with your hurricanes and everything else? I have to go now. <laughs> there is no insurance. We deal. Oh, we deal Chris. with insurances a lot with our clients uh, as, as we're building them or whether we're managing them. Insurance uh, comes up. But look, uh, it, people it comes up, it comes up, it comes up, it comes up and we just kind of. Yeah, it's not, you know, we're, we're not. This is not the uh, conversation for what for the people that we're talking about and for the market that we're talking about. Right. Yes, there are areas um, and in some of the towns where people are having trouble. Uh, with some of their insurance, but um, you know, no sooner do they say that, and look, if they want to sell, they've got ten people waiting to buy that house. So, um, but it is an issue. Is, we can't deny the fact that it's an issue. It's a very it's an issue. big issue, and I've lost deals over it. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, from cash buyers, but that they're going to put a mortgage on the property later. And it's very hard to get wind insurance unless your elevation is really good. So I, mean, I had a client call me last week uh, asking me what to do when he got an insurance quote for $600,000. Yeah. What'd you tell yeah, him? Self-insure. So um, what type of property? Like 600,000 on what was the, what kind of property was it? Uh, it's probably valued in the 60 million range. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so a, a lot of our clients that have homes and properties at that level, um, they self-insure. It's it doesn't make any sense for someone to spend six hundred thousand um, uh, dollars unless they have a property that 
for whatever reason, is subpar in construction. But you also have to remember the other, another thing about South Florida, the toughest building code in the world. If it's built here, it's built to stay. And the chances, and, and there's a lot of other things that we could talk about, that a lot of, we, we've got the Bahamas. The Bahamas are literally, uh, I leave the Boyne Inlet and I'm in the Bahamas on my boat um, in just over an hour. So it, it it just goes on and on as far as what you can do in South Florida. But because of the, the Bahamas, there, there are many people um, who really believe, and I'm talking to scientists, that it'd be very difficult for Palm Beach County to ever get hit with a Category 5 hurricane. So our, our, our the product that's built here can withstand a Category 5 hurricane. The only thing to really worry about uh, in South Florida is really the uh, water coming up, the surge. And getting back to what Chris said, I think there are people who have trouble getting insurance for certain properties. But you know what? If you're buying a property that's below flood, um, you know, you need to either knock it down, raise the grade and make it above flood or look for another property. I always recommend to our clients, let's not buy something that's going to going to have us below flood. It's just not worth it, not just because of insurance, but the chances are if there's a major storm, you're going to be wiped out. So we, uh, I think uh, a lot let, of the issues that people are having math are on this. Solved. Some of these properties, though, that's $60 million property. I got to think that $55 million is in the land, and that's not going to go away with the hurricane. So why, why are we seeing such extraordinary insurance rates, $600,000, when the replacement cost of the structure, and like you said, it's built to withstand hurricanes. It's built to withstand great things. But even if the structure was leveled, it doesn't warrant $600,000 a year to replace that unless it's filled with with fine art and expensive things i would imagine that there there should be able to be some negotiation right when you have 5 million into the structure and 55 million into the land you know can't you negotiate no. with chubb and some of the others and say insure me is that what's happening uh, chubb is no. no longer in florida mm -hmm. there you go all yeah. the top 3 are out all the top 3 are out of florida so where do where do I go with that six hundred thousand dollar problem? Where supplemental Lloyd's insurance London, companies yeah. like Lloyd's yeah. of London? Um, you know it's it's very rough right now. But the truth is, it's rough now over the summer, November. It should you know open up a little bit. And and yeah. the other thing is, a lot of the insurance companies have pulled out. Um, and what's going on is is a lot of that was that in Florida. Um, what my insurance person told me is that they got sued a lot more in Florida than in any other state. So they're like a mile. But then at the same time, some new companies are coming on board. But a lot of my clients, as Chris has said, they've used Lloyd's of London. Yeah. All right, let's talk about something more fun. Let's talk about food, <laughs> right? New Yorkers aren't going down to Florida if, if they're getting Florida food. But what I think's happened in the last few years is New York restaurants have gone down there. I know that here in Greenwich, one of everybody's favorite restaurants, uh, I said, what are you doing now? And he said, well, I've been running Polpo in Greenwich, but now the it's either the Ritz or uh, I don't know. Hotel. Some... Sadly, oh? Polpo picked the wrong location. Okay. No offense to them, but they went 20 minutes south to the O Hotel in Manalapan, and you're just not going to get the Palm Beach draw there. But okay. Milos is coming. Mr. Chow is coming. Nobu is coming. We have Senembros. We have Lagalu. We have um, Tutto del Giorno from the Hamptons coming that is going to be taking over the uh, the Royal Poinciana Playhouse. It'll be the only waterfront restaurant in Palm Beach. So we've got them all coming because they know where to go. You know, they know where their audience has gone. And they're all going to Palm Beach or they're spread out between Delray and no, Palm Beach? I'm talking Palm Beach. Palm Beach Island. Uh, Milos is going to go right across the bridge in that new office tower by Steve Ross. 
But other than that, all the things I mentioned will be in Palm Beach and they've all, you know, San Ambrose and Lagalu have done incredibly well. So and Bill Bouquet as well. Oh, Bill yep. Bouquet, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And then we, we have to go to coming as well. And there's 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 coming up with Avenue. Yeah. John, I have to go. I'm so sorry. Thank you very much. Thanks, Chris. Bye, Chris. Nice to see you, Bye, Chris. Chris. You too. See you, Chris. Bye, Chris. So I'm assuming it's an outrageous this summer. I went, I was in the Hamptons for a decent period of time in the summer, going to restaurants, et cetera. And this is pricey. I mean, I've never seen so many $60, $70 entrees and things like that. <laughs> Literally, you know, come back for the weekend in the city to do some work, et cetera. And you go out to eat at a, at a good restaurant. You can go to, you know, whatever, St. Ambrose, whatever. You're just like, wow, this seems okay. And it's ridiculous <laughs> to start with here. So I'm assuming, you know, and, and I spoke to someone who was in Palm Beach and he's like, oh, I was with my kids. And, you know, we went to, you know, we got a couple burgers and some fries and stuff like that. It was like 300 bucks. Like, is it, yeah. is it that all year round? Yes. So I, 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 I hate to take so much time, but you know, you hit, you hit a passion question for me. So look, one of the beauties, one of the beauties of South Florida is that you could, you could pay for one of the most expensive meals. But you know what? You have an option for fantastic food, for real authentic, whether it's uh, Mexican, whether it's burgers. There are options that are just great food without the high price. And, and, it's, and it could be one block away. It could be just over the intercoastal. Um, you know, there's, I, I mentioned Del Rey. And, and, and look, Del Rey just happens to be one of the places. There's fantastic restaurants in Del Rey that can compete with any restaurant anywhere. Um, so you have an option. I think that's one of the beautiful things. We have a lot of high net worth clients who don't go to those very expensive restaurants. They go to great places to have burgers that are authentic, that are real, that are mom and pops. There are a lot of those that don't charge yeah. crazy numbers, at least not for now. Now, how long that's gonna last where you can still go get a great taco, for a couple of bucks, I don't know. Um, I it 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 it's obviously changing a little bit already. Even some of the um, look, there's a place called Little Havana. I don't know how many of you people know uh, Little Havana's, but it's in West Palm Beach. Um, it's authentic Cuban food. It's it's fantastic, and um, it's not a lot of money. You got any more tips? <laughs> oh, there's a bunch of them. <laughs> We could talk for hours on those. Listen, one of the things that we do is we don't just build for our clients. We help them um, live here. We, 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 we schedule things for our clients. Uh, we organize everything from, listen, we had a client that, uh, listen, after 9-11, uh, we had a client that was in my office uh, and we were working on the design of their home uh, and her husband was getting operated on the next morning uh, we had people that we rented a car. We drove we drove her all the way up to Manhattan, uh, just and got there just before the operation. So uh, it's very we're very passionate. Uh, now the, the, the name of the business, the name of the business that? is Services Unlimited, right? Yes, that's that's our that's our management company. So and it so and it's truly so, unlimited. It sounds. Hey, truly, one second. I don't, I don't mean to interrupt. I have clients that are Tonys. I want to tell you something. I've never had clients tell me more and more and more thanking him for his name. They rave about him. I don't recommend a lot of things because in our business, you could recommend something and they're not as good as they were. All of us in real estate can relate to that. Tony's a sure bet. I'd recommend him to anybody. Wow. Thank, thank you, John. That was You're really welcome, nice brother. of you to say. This You're is welcome. a, this, this South Florida is really, it, it's an honor. It's a, it's a gift to be able to work down here, to live down here, to be involved with the people yeah. that want to be here. Um, it, it's truly, it's truly amazing. And, I, and I'm also talking about, you know, we, the people that have always been here in the, in the simple neighborhoods. Um, it's just people with great values, people that love people and, and really have a lot to offer everything from the Everglades all the way to the most uh, extravagant show that you could see at the Kravis Center or or down in Miami. So, Tony, where did you grow up? Place. Where did you grow I up? I grew up in upstate New York. First generation. My my family's from Italy. Um, I, I I graduated from the Naval Academy, so I have a great great love, very strong love for this country. Um, it's special. I pinch myself 
Uh, and I really mean that every morning when I wake up, I pinch myself, you know, my father who came from Sicily, uh, I grew up as he, uh, uh, always remembering the first thing my dad said when he got out of bed was God bless America. And and that's it. That's how my day started every day. So look, I, uh, we built uh, a home up in, in Ohio at 72,000 square feet. Uh, we built restaurants for uh, some of the biggest names uh, in the business. And I look at that and I say, wow, this is pretty amazing stuff. I worked for President Bush at the White House. I, I handled uh, event planning for uh, 41. Um, you know, just it, what a gift. What a what a, an amazing place to be. Um, and I just think that the, the country has amazing places. But what a gift to be down here in South Florida. Um, so I'm, I'm just very grateful. We talk from the perspective of New York. We always start with New York and how New Yorkers feel about these other luxury markets that they can get to. And we get excited about how New Yorkers go to Aspen and we do a show or or um, or, or Palm Beach. I want to flip it around and I want to ask the three of you, what is the changing perception of a South Florida of New York? I want to understand what is the perception like, oh, because Roberto constantly reminds me that there's only one New York. You can't keep New York down forever. You got a few problems, but we work through them. New York always bounces back. Is for, Are the people of Florida saying, yeah, we love New York and we like to go there occasionally? Or, or have they basically said, no, we're moving to Florida full time and, uh, and we're bringing New York, Nobu and all those fancy, we're bringing New York down here. We don't need New York anymore. We brought it down here. I, I have never heard one client, we have many of them that come from New York, ever say a negative thing about New York. New York, there's only one New York. Um, it, my daughter goes to NYU. I love New York. And, and it's an amazing, amazing place. It has changed over the, let's say, the last, you know, eight years. It, it's it's um, sometimes a little bit dicey, but, but it's worth every minute in my opinion and again i again we've had so many clients from new york and every single one of them when they have the opportunity they're there whitney so, new york still relevant uh i love new york i lived in new york for 10 years so um i would say that a lot of people start moving down here and like i said earlier enjoy what south florida has to offer and although new york's in the rearview mirror they go back from time to time, but I think they're spending more time than they ever thought they would here because they enjoy it so much and less time in New York than they probably anticipated going back to. John? My clients are, I would say 95% of my clients are from New York because all my business is through referrals from element agents in New York. And they love New York and they wouldn't leave. Um, do they like spending time here more often? Yes, absolutely they do. I think that's a lifestyle call. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I hear every now and then someone will be like, I feel safe in Palm Beach. I feel secure in Palm Beach is extremely safe place um, to live. But no, my clients, they spend a lot of time um, here. They'll go, they didn't get rid of their place in New York. Um, they love it. They go. All um, I worked on Wall Street for 25 years. All three of my sons live in the city. I see my kids constantly in the city. I'm up in New York once or twice a month, easy. Um, and you're right. You're never gonna. You're never gonna change that. They're going through some struggles. They'll work it out. Tough city. Yeah. Tough people. It's New York. Yes. Go ahead, Roberto. I'm just. I'm just saying, but still. The, as, a, as a primary, you know, typically when people would get older or whatever, when they start to stop working where they needed to be here, they would gravitate to that environment, that lifestyle, et cetera. But now with such mobility and work, you can literally, you know, not only have, can you work from home in some ways or even parse part of the week, the businesses have moved there, especially yes. the hedge funds putting their, so so there's, I would imagine there's so much more primary residence there, which is really astonishing. And then you have that factor that as long as you live there for six months in a day, 
you're a Florida resident, so you're not paying taxes. And then you have, you don't necessarily have a pied-a-terre in New York. You actually have a co-residence, co-primary residence, where you're actually living in both places, but yet you're not paying the New York City tax. And I think that a lot of New Yorkers, you know, where they've spent their money buying something in the Hamptons, buying a secondary place that's close by, they're, th- they're now, if anything, they're not jealous, but there's almost a sense of bitterness. Like, oh, he did that. He did that. He's going there. And there is this sense of like, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should go there. Also, yeah, I, I, think that's, I think that's very present in, in January and February and March when uh, some hedge fund guys in New York talking to his buddy who is on the beach and <laughs> it's 80 degrees and there's a snowstorm in New York City. So, yeah, I think there's definitely some, well, why, aren't I, why am I not doing that? So yeah. there's definitely some of that for sure. I do a lot of new development with Douglas Elliman, and it's amazing. A lot of our developments, there there are no one bedrooms. And matter of fact, they're bigger. We did a project that's with related that sold out like this. And it was so weird. Typically, a new dev, two bedrooms sell. They're not going after the penthouse. No. And I think it was because of COVID. People went in and said, you know what? I'm going to enjoy life now. I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting until I retire. And we were selling penthouses. Like, it's funny. They, we try to hold them back, but they want them. And all our projects from Palm Beach to Miami are three-bedroom, four-bedroom units, and they sell like crazy. So yeah. I think it's they want to be with their family. And COVID, we heard over and over from COVID, I'm going to change the way I live. I'm going to go for it now. And it happens a lot. Yeah. Very, very good point. Talk to me about this picture here. What I see in this picture is, well, I see a $200 million house in Palm Beach, but I also see what you're talking about, these towers right over the bridge. And so this sort of gives me a perspective on on both, where I can see how people are buying into the waterfront and the privacy of Palm Beach and 10 minutes to the airport. And yet you're saying you have unlimited growth potential in West Palm Beach as the towers go up. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Well, I look at this this picture and I smile. How beautiful the water, the trees, the golf course. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) It's awesome. It's awesome. Whitney, another thing that Palm Beach has done, which you can somewhat see in this picture, is there's a a brand new marina for um, mega I guess you want to call them this point. Yes. Uh, Palm Beach yeah. always had a town marina, but it couldn't facilitate large yachts. I mean, maybe it was a max of 200, but now there's this massive new marina yeah. that uh, people can bring their three, 400 foot yacht and park it right in town and walk to Worth Avenue. Yeah. You, you might, be a little, might be a little bit tight for, for three, 400 foot, but but uh, along those same lines, amazing marina built right across the water in West Palm Beach. Amazing marina just up the water north, um, you know, that the Huzanga family uh, uh, is, is going to develop. So there's, there's great opportunity. And, and here's something that's very, very unique. And, and you can have a home like this and you could park your boat next to your home. and and. Yeah. And also, if you look at a place, for example, Jupiter Island, you got ocean to intercoastal, one property. You could have the beach. Um, we, build, we build tunnels under A1A. We have properties where once you enter the property, you can go to the ocean and walk to the intercoastal, never having to cross the road, never having to worry about your kids or your guests uh, or anyone having to cross the road. So it's it's a unique place. Um, you could have your mega yacht on one side, most unbelievable beach, uh, uh, amazing sand on the other side, and in a world class home. Um, so, it's, John, there's just not not very many places for that. What do you say? What do you see when you look at that picture? Me? Yeah. I see that it seems to be. Um... You know, I see water all around that island and I see scarcity and all all real estate is driven by scarcity. And I see scarcity and I see the prices going up another 30 percent. 
Uh, yeah, no problem with that. So you, I think you, that's you our, final, our final you know minute is, you know, I what know. do we predict? And <laughs> I predict. No, I, I, and I already answered that, you know, it's a six, it's a $200 million property, but I could replace the house for less than 10. So no, 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 not less than 10, but how, how much but Tony, do you build your, houses? We, well, we, we, get house. your point. We, we get your point. The real value uh, is the land. The real value, the real value right now is the land, but there are some amazing things being built. Uh, the quality, uh, you know, uh, you know, not surpassed anywhere else in the world. Um, that you know, we had a client one time that said, "Listen, I want to build a house, uh, and I want it to be here 250 years from now without a problem." And so, when you build and you're allowed to build, all right, type guys, of quality, we are all clear. Thanks, Voice America. Keep going. Got it. Take care. Yeah. So when you're when you're allowed to build that type of quality, you, you know, you never say what what did you no... build? Did you build that pyramid in Vegas? That's what you built, right? You said 2000 years. <laughs> I got the perfect design for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, 250. But listen, you know, there's you, you can build something that and here's the difference, I think, from today, from years past, is that people are trying to build something that will be relevant um as time goes on you know there's the people it's hard you have to look it up sometime and 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 i don't want to monopolize the time uh on this show but look there there the the life expectancy of a home even in palm beach although there's many homes that are uh historic and been here a long time but there are amazing properties just absolutely beautiful well built um that are torn down because somebody wants to build their own piece of art. So um, it, it's a, it's it's a unique environment. Predictions. Predictions. I I said it's going up another thirty percent. I I see no problem with scarcity like that. You I mean if people are being driven to uh, to to West Palm Beach because there's nothing to buy and there's plenty of liquidity in the market searching for too few homes nationally um uh, but yeah I, I i see the market continuing the one risk i saw was that miami might say you know what we've got everything they've got we got the great restaurants we've got more infrastructure we've got the sports mm -hmm. that miami you know with people like messi and brady moving to miami maybe miami could become the new king of the hill it, heard that listen it's not a risk uh john that feeds the fire um it it doesn't take down the value south florida if you notice when i originally started talking i say palm beach is the is ground zero but it's happening everywhere and even in miami um you know we bought uh with our client we bought a, a property four years ago that property is already worth, we haven't even started building because the design keeps on changing, yeah. but that property is already three <laughs> times. It's worth three times the value. Yeah. So listen, it, Miami's wonderful. Venetian Islands, uh, um, you know, all of the amazing places and being in Miami is, is absolutely fantastic. But the person that wants to live in Miami uh, is probably living there because they can't find a home in, in Palm Beach. Yeah. And that's, just, that's, just, that's just the truth. If they, listen, there's people that live in Palm Beach that have a home in Miami. And um, because Miami provides a certain type of nightlife and experience that, you know, are you, you, you telling me you don't have room for Tom Brady and Lionel Messi? <laughs> it's that bad? Well, Come on, Whitney. Yeah. Come on, Whitney. Tom Brady, Tom Brady hangs out in Buffalo. I think Miami is a different, uh, offers a different totally, yeah. lifestyle than Palm Beach. Yeah, it's We're a different more of a community next to a city where Miami as a whole is just a giant city. Yeah, yeah. big time. Miami. My grandfather came to Florida in 1958 and bought a condo on Gulf Ocean Mile. It was the only building 
on either side of us was nothing but sand dunes. And he kept buying them. And my dad came here in 62, the year I was born and started buying. I've seen, I've been here forever. I've seen the market run, crash, right? You know what? It keeps going higher. It is unique. Forget taxes, forget. It's a sunny, beautiful place by an ocean in Florida. And it's not going to stop. I love yeah. that. As a That's a pretty great right endorsement. There. There's, there's your conclusion. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Whitney. Yes. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, you guys so much. Really appreciate it. That was fun, guys. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Thank it was, you so it much. It was really nice meeting you all. I hope we could do it again. Yes. Likewise. Sure. Cheers. We'll see if you're I'll see you at Aspire. I'll see you at Aspire, guys. Yeah.